Hello and welcome to the Slow Down and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Kim Stark, and this podcast is all about how we can move at a more natural, less busy pace so we can have beautiful, calm and abundant lives. Hello, my friends. Welcome to today's episode. Very happy to be here. I'm, yeah, I'm really curious how your new year is going. I've been speaking to people whose years have been uh, very exciting and they're really enjoying the new year energy and other people who've been, you know, just very slow, still releasing things from 2022. And I would have to say I'm a bit of both. Definitely came into the new year feeling yeah, just really excited about 2023. So I'm actually recording this two weeks ago, so two weeks in advance. So I'm in mid-January currently, so kind of haven't quite hit that new year, uh, the time when both Mars and uh, Mercury are going to go forward again. So we're all still kind of in this period of sitting in reflection. So that's definitely where I find myself yeah, I just had a really big end of year, which I haven't talked about on the podcast so far. And and yeah, my whole goal with this podcast is to tell my story and to keep things real. And um, yeah, so this episode today is a little bit about that. I want to sort of, uh, I guess the topic is learning how to really be your authentic self, speak your truth and honor your needs. And the reason I'm really feeling that at the moment is went through a breakup with my partner Uh, in the last sort of six weeks of the year and still in the process of processing that. And I just, you know, I love those kind of challenging moments because they're the moments of growth and I don't shy away from them. (laughs) So it's, you know, I know breakups are hard and, you know, there's a lot of emotions that need to be felt, but I also really love the way they automatically cause you to reflect it's like, you know, where am I? Who am I now? What happened? What do I want going forward? So it was kind of perfect timing for the end of the year to really release all of that, really examine things and look at what needed to be looked at. And obviously still an ongoing process. Uh, but yeah, something that really came forward for me, and I'm, I guess I was learning about it more in a relationship sense, but then I also realized how a lot of people are still going through this in terms of their work life and their business. So let me explain. What I realized in my relationship, and um, it was a six-month relationship, so it wasn't a long, long term, but it was definitely, you know, it had gotten serious and it was really lovely. And I also realized that I wasn't speaking my truth as much as I maybe should have. And I think the reason I did that was because I had been single for a while beforehand. And then this guy was kind of the first guy I'd I'd met in quite a while who I really felt like in alignment with. And it felt really good. And I was like, ah, this feels like it's got legs. It feels like it's going somewhere. And I found myself not speaking up when in hindsight, and beautiful, beautiful hindsight, obviously, this is all coming from looking backwards, but I wasn't speaking up when I know I should have. I was afraid that in speaking my truth, that I would be rejected. And I think that's such a common point when we're not really truly being ourselves, whether that comes out in you as a people pleaser or not speaking up, or not expressing your needs, ultimately it comes down to this core 
need we have to belong, you know, to be part of the tribe. And and we've learned either through lifetimes or this lifetime that sometimes speaking up and speaking our truth means that we are rejected or abandoned or, or that's the fear. So whether even that's true or not, in this case, it, it was true. I did at the end start speaking my needs a bit more and speaking up my truth. And, and that's ultimately kind of what ended the relationship. And so that doesn't make me want to speak my needs less. That was actually a big lesson of going, yeah, I, I don't want to keep abandoning myself and keep myself small in order to be in a relationship with someone. Because it's really important, I think, that we always look after ourselves, number one. And that's not in a selfish way. That's in a don't abandon yourself. So if you're having to speak up and really stand up for yourself and that means, you know, you, you lose friends or relationships uh, can't handle that, you got to look at, well, is that relationship serving me? And it was just amazing to me that I didn't see it like during, I kind of, well, I kind of did. So, so basically my partner and I had different beliefs around money and spirituality. And so instead of kind of really just owning that and, and still talking about it in the way that I do, like let's take spirituality, that's the easy one. You know, I'm a very spiritual person and even though I haven't talked too much about it on this podcast yet, I will be, very spiritual, it's part of my everyday language and I found myself changing my language around my partner because he had different beliefs and didn't understand mine and was sometimes triggered by them and so my go-to was to not express that in order to avoid the trigger, in order to avoid him getting upset and leaving me, basically. And totally, you know, understand it's that, like I said, that that core need to belong keeps us small. And so I'm really looking at that in this new year and going, ah, this is this is also what I know people do in their business and their work life and, you know, general life in in, in general, really. What hit me Hard was looking at the way that I'm really clear in expressing my truth and expressing my needs when it comes to business. So that's something I've learned. So I'm really good at that. Really, like if I don't want to do something in business, like if someone's emailed and asked me to do something and it's just not where I want to be or what I want to do, I'm very clear. So I just found it really interesting. I was like, oh, why? Why am I so clear about that around business, around my energy, around what I do and don't want to do in terms of my my health and work life? But when it came to relationships, like that was non almost non-existent where I was like, yes, whatever you need, I'll do whatever you need, you know, and not, not looking in standing up for my own needs. So I really wanted to, I guess, talk about that in this so that, you know, you can kind of reflect, ah, am I... Am I in a bit more of a hustle kind of busy mode because I'm putting other people's needs above my own? Am I not expressing my own needs? Am I not really honoring my truth? And sometimes I think we don't honor our truth because we don't actually, we're not honest with ourselves. And that's definitely what was happening and has happened in the past with business. Like back in the day, I was not great at expressing my truth and my needs for sure. So I guess one classic example And this is more boundaries, so boundaries have to come into this as well, was being available to my customers 24-7. So answering emails on the weekend, uh, my customers, and they were my stockers. So this is when I I had my wheat bags business, and so I had stockers who were my main customers. That message on the weekend and ask things, and, and I would reply to them. And so then that tells people that they can keep messaging on the weekend. And 
And I think at one point, I can't remember when it was, but I was like, yeah, I'm not working. I'm not going to work on the weekends. I'm not going to be answering texts or emails after 5 p.m. So I gave myself a bit more of a nine to five kind of structure. And what that meant was when people did, I just didn't reply. And it's kind of like training them that that I'm not going to be replying in that that place. And it's interesting when you're working with other small business owners because a lot of the people I was working with were female entrepreneurs who had their own stores and they were stocking my product. So I saw a lot of people, you know, emailing at 11 p.m. at night. And and I'm not saying that's bad because, look, you know, if you've got kids or you're busy during the day and that's when you want to be doing it, great. But I did not want to be doing 11 p.m. emails and weekend emails. And yet I saw a lot of business owners who were were working all hours. And so when I really was getting clear about my needs, I was like, I'm not doing that. And so then I placed a boundary where I was like, I'm not replying to emails. I'm not going to respond to any texts. And I think, you know, it was a while ago, so I've got to try and remember. I think it was hard because I think there's this, again, the people pleaser comes out. It's like, oh, but people are waiting to hear from me. People need me to do that. And again, it's abandoning yourself in order to please other people. So this is my invitation with this episode is looking at where are you putting yourself second and making yourself feel worse by trying to please other people? So whether that's, yeah, let's stick with the email one. It's like, it's like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm aware that someone's emailed me on a Saturday. And so even though it's in my health, mental health, I guess, to not be in emails on the weekend, if there's that thought of, oh, but they've emailed and they're waiting for a reply and they've said it's urgent. It's going against what we're needing in order to please someone else. So it was t- tricky back then to kind of re, I had to retrain myself. So in trying to retrain other people that when I was and wasn't available, I had to retrain myself as well. And so it's sitting with the uncomfortability of like looking after other people's needs. And of course, you know, there's discernment in this. So I'm not saying go out there and be an asshole and just put yourself forward all the time, first all the time and, you know, don't care about the people. There's, of course, a line to this. So yeah, of course, there's many places where we need to put ourselves out in order to look after someone else and totally great, do that. But I'm just talking about these subtle small things that build up over time, which means that we're suddenly creating this life where we're super busy We're uh, doing things at times when we shouldn't be doing them. We're putting other people's needs first. We're not speaking up for our truth. And honestly, that affects our health. I think when we're not in alignment with ourselves and really being our true authentic selves, that's when dis-ease starts to happen, right? Like dis-ease. Because we're having to rearrange our energy inside of us and, and it starts to get blocked and as we're now discovering, it's like blocked energies creating disease and it's like we're not operating how we're supposed to be operating, which is in flow. And part of flowing is really going, okay, what what is feeling good for me? What do I need to do? What is important to me? So that's also about needs. It's like what's important to me and how do I, from a place of love, go about getting what I need. And the thing with expressing needs, whether that's in a relationship or in a business sense, is of course people don't have to meet our needs, right? So we we can stand up for them and we can express them. 
And we can hold a boundary and say, well, this is what I need and this is my boundary. And if they don't want to meet that, then then it's up to us to go, okay, well, we can't be in a relationship or we can't be friends or we can't do that business deal or we can't be partners in that business, whatever it is. And that's our own personal journey and decision of kind of going where, where do I really need my needs honored? And if I can't, then I'm out. Or is there compromise? Is there a way that you can still feel good about what you're doing, even if someone can't meet your needs, because it's still about being in your sovereign space, right? So it's not about making everyone else do all the things that we need to do in order to feel safe and secure. So there is that balance, like we need to look after ourselves. But I think a really important part of that at first is establishing what is my truth? What am I really standing up for? What are my needs? And what are the boundaries I'm wanting to put into place? So that's why going through this breakup has been really beautiful for me to actually hone in on where am I still not honoring my truth? Because (laughs) it was a really clear one where I was in many areas, but definitely around the spirituality and, and recognizing I was doing that in order to stay in connection, to stay in the love. And that's what we're taught as children. This is where all these patterns and these behaviors come from is our innate desire to stay in connection, which means we survive. So these are all survival patterns, these people-pleasing, putting others first, negating our own needs. It's in order to survive. And so we also have to you know, be really kind to ourselves and go, thank you. Thank you for that part of me that is looking after me and making sure that I survived and I'm trying to survive. However, the, the problem is, is those, those nervous system reactions and those patterns and the way we behave don't get updated into adult form. So we're still operating from those early childhood wounding places of, oh, if I, if I speak up, I got told off or whatever it was that created that, that safety mechanism that said it wasn't safe to express my needs because I might get exiled. I might be thrown out of the family unit. I might not have my needs met, needs met. I might not get food and shelter and all those things. But it's like, okay, well, as an adult, I have learned many things. <laughs> And I know how to look after myself. So I don't need those survival patterns anymore. I can live in alignment with my own truth, my own energy. And if other people aren't resonating with that and aren't liking it and they do go away, that I'm okay, that I'm safe. And so it's quite an interesting and challenging kind of thing to repattern because it's not logic. You know, and a lot of these patterns are pre-verbal, so it's before we speak, so it's really hard to use our logic brain to reprogram them. But definitely awareness is a really big key. So even just looking at, like experiences are great for showing us where we still need to grow and learn. And that's, you know, Abraham Hicks says, we can't teach through words, only experiences teach, right? So it's actually through doing things and learning things and being in interactions with people and go, oh, geez, why did I do that? And you start to dig and you can look into it and go, ah, okay, I see, I see the pattern. And it's through awareness and bringing light and love to it that we can really start to choose to operate in a different place. And I seek lots of help. Like I love uh, kinesiology. I love somatic experiencing, you know, lots of different therapies that actually can bring awareness to and help us break these patterns. Because I really think the more we're stepping into authentic self, the more we can step into our gifts and really contribute to society through our own unique expression. Because if we're trying to people please or fit in, we're not doing what we're supposed to be on the planet doing. We're doing what we think other people want us to be doing. 
And that's just not as powerful. So, you know, that's definitely, I think, my thing for 2023 is looking at and examining at all the different ways that I am manipulating my own energy and and changing my expression in order to fit in, in order to belong, in order to connect, in order to stay in connection and in order to create safety and looking at those safety mechanisms and going, is that what my adult self requires? <laughs> because, you know, as I said, they're often outdated, you know, two, three-year-old programs from when we're two or three, that is. And I'm seeing that in, you know, the way I interact with friendship groups and larger groups and yeah, like even in my work, like I'm really trying to come at this podcast with that authenticity. That is my, I guess my intention is to just be me. I'm not trying to pretend to be the expert, like I've said before, or the guru or try to be something that I'm not. And obviously those mask layers still come in and we all do that to chameleon and fit in, but really trying to just like, this is me. I'm not perfect. I'm learning all the things. And so as I'm learning, I want to bring that to you guys and being like, hey, this is what I'm exploring and we can hopefully explore them together. So yeah, so this is the first year in a while that I've actually really set intentions. And I think that's part of this really examining my needs, which feeds into desires. So what is it that, you know, what is it we're desiring this year? And do we think that we can get it? Because that also plays into the not honoring your needs and boundaries and speaking your truth is actually thinking about desires and goals and understanding that we can have them. So it's it's fascinating to me how it ties into, you know, our sense of worthiness, our sense of enough, trying to do the right thing, trying to please other people. Like it's really cool <laughs> the way it all kind of feeds and loops into each other and yeah, I'm really fascinated to kind of see what happens when you, well, when I step more and more into my truth and really speak and honor when I'm maybe wanting to show a different way. So say in a social setting, you know, maybe if I'm really in a shitty mood and I'm wanting to pretend to still be social and, and you know, peppy, you know, it's tricky for me to kind of sit there and go, you know what, guys, I feel really crap. And I don't feel like smiling and I'm just going to sit here and be quiet. Like that is tricky for me. I don't know. Tell me, you guys find that hard? Like it's this innate desire to kind of show up in a way that people want to see. So it's that, it's that kind of behavior that I'm really going to stamp on. And, and it's scary because that's, you know, the ego freaks out. The ego goes, oh crap. You know, what if no one likes me? It's the people pleaser. I'm such, I really call myself a recovering people pleaser, but then I see the ways that it's still playing out and I go, hmm, there it is. <laughs> there it is. So I, I know some of you guys listening, definitely, um, we've had conversations about this. So yeah, I'm really curious to see, you know, if you're traveling certain things this at the beginning of this year and and how that's going for you and what experiences you're having that are illuminating some of these things like I'm having. Um, and it feels like such a beautiful time to be introspective and to learn and to reflect. I'm even doing a gene, I'm doing several courses at the moment. One of them is a gene keys course. So that's an, an element of human design. So if you listen to uh, the episode with Damien last week, 
Uh, we might have touched on Gene Keys. So I'm really diving into that. And I'm doing Damien's course that he talked about as well, about nervous system uh, regulation and triggers. So that all ties into this as well. It's like repatterning that initial nervous system reaction, that response that happens almost automatically. You know, it's not logical. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to diving into that. And while this episode is airing, I will be in New Zealand. So I'm actually going to be in New Zealand from mid-January to mid-February. So I'll bringing, I'll be bringing you some episodes on the road, which I'm very excited about because that's another great thing about, you know, breaking up in a relationship. I often like to go traveling. It's like this sense of like, ah, oh, okay, freedom. It's just me. I'm going to go off and explore. Um, so I'm doing an open floor dance workshop in Auckland uh, for the first week, which I would have just finished by the time this airs. And then I've got a car and I'm just going to like drive around. No plans. So that's that's what I love about traveling is the flow of things of, yeah, not making plans and trusting that I'll be where I need to be. I'm going to try and do some surfing. I've been surfing for three months and, and still learning. So I'm yeah, I'm keen to kind of get some coaching and check out the amazing beaches that New Zealand has and, and all the things that New Zealand has. So if you're someone who loves New Zealand and has some traveling tips for me, feel free to jump on my Instagram and send me a DM and tell me where to go. Because yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to be driving around seeing what happens. <laughs> and it's also been so amazing to live the lifestyle that I'm living whilst going through challenges like a breakup uh, because it it really meant that I could take the time that I needed. And so I think that's also why I wanted to speak about this topic is because it's such a integral part of the slowing down and thriving lifestyle in that you have to claim what you want. You have to claim your needs because if you're not able to carve out time for yourself to choose yourself first, you're going to burn out. You're going to do too much. So it's, I think that's one of the essential skills is really standing up for yourself, honoring yourself, choosing yourself, you know, expressing your needs and being like, you know what? I need to take this afternoon off. That's what I need. You need to tell your kids, your partner, your work friends, whoever it is. It's like really honoring and carving out that and being like standing up and being like, this is what I need. So hope this gives you permission to kind of look at where am I not honoring myself? Where am I not honoring my needs? And it's, yeah, it's essential to that uh, slowing down. It's like slowing down, being able to listen to the body, ask your body what it needs too, FYI. That's really important because, you know, if you do it all through your head and your body's screaming out going, I just need a break or I need more exercise or I need better food or whatever it is the body tells you, you know, or like I just need less on my plate. It's like slow down, listen to the body, speak your truth. It's one I will be doing, obviously, attempting to do better. And yeah, just being like, you know, it's a short life. I keep saying that. It's a short life. We've got to have fun. What do we want to do? What do we want to do? What's our desires? And then we, how do we go after that in a way that supports us and also supports others around us? And, you know, life is meant to be peaceful. So this is all part of it. It's all part of re-examining ourselves, unlocking those patterns, seeing them, being aware of them, changing them, making the habit change, being un- uncomfortable in the habit change, in that that growth state where we're doing new things and it's, oh, it feels a bit icky, me expressing this and, you know, desiring that. It feels a bit icky or a bit, ah. you just have to kind of, you know, ease into that. Trust that the unknown is a safe place. It is safe to be in the unknown. <sighs> Take big breaths. 
and just enjoy this life. So thank you for being here on this episode. I hope that helped you. And um, yeah, really looking forward to catching you on the next one. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please follow or subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And join me over on Instagram at Slow Down and Thrive for more daily tips and messages. 